When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks with you on this uh, Saturday afternoon. Thank God the rain went away. Couldn't play pickleball this morning. Courts were wet. Ended up going to a soul cycle class. A survivor, so it's an hour as opposed to 45 minutes. So still feeling good. Got a little workout in this morning. Uh, with you for an extended hour, uh, with you until 4 o'clock this afternoon. So four hours, rolling solo here on 98.7 ESP. Well, not really. I've got Harvey and Joe um, by my side. Gentlemen, good afternoon. How are you? How goes it? How was your morning? Uh, it was all right. I, I mean, disappointed. Couldn't play pickleball because of the rain. But now the rain is gone and uh, the sun's out and it looks absolutely beautiful out and it's supposed to be nice the remainder of the weekend. Supposed to be absolutely gorgeous tomorrow, and uh, some nice weather uh, heading our way this week. So, uh, so you know, all things good. So, I took a Soul Cycle class this morning. You guys ever done Soul Cycle before? You ever danced on a bike for for an hour? I've heard of this, but I've never been to one of them. <laughs> You've heard of this? You've heard of this phenomenon? Right, sweeping the nation. Right. Well, pickleball is sweeping the nation, but, um, but SoulCycle has been around for quite a while. Uh, but nonetheless, I still got my workout in, feeling good, um, here with you guys for the next four hours. And we've got a lot going on today, okay? So brace yourself. We're going to be all over the place. Um, we're going to hear from Rich Samini as well as Jordan Renan. Uh, we've got the Giants and the Jets going at it this evening, 6 o'clock. Pre-game starts right here on 98.70 ESPN at 4 o'clock, so you can tune into that. No need to go anywhere else. Uh, <laughs> four hours of Anita Marks, that might be a bit much, but nonetheless, uh, if you need a break from me, make sure you come back at 4 o'clock for your Jets and Giants preview. Uh, heading into, of course, the last preseason game as we're getting ready for the NFL season that will be fast approaching, Right. So we'll hear from Rich and Jordan. Also, Cynthia Freeland, we'll hear from her as well. She is in Chicago for the Bears-Bills preseason game. So excited to uh, hear from her. So a lot of football. Also, I know, wait, so Harvey, you don't play fantasy. Joe, you do, right? If I remember correctly. That's correct. I actually have a draft tomorrow night. I was just going to say, so now, like, this coming week, and and next week is like draft, like insane draft a palooza, pretty much when it comes to fantasy, right? Yeah, this weekend and next weekend. Next weekend I have like three drafts, so it's going to be hectic. It's very hectic. So I think I, I want to say I have three or four drafts this week, and then I've got, and then the majority of my 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 other leagues are are next week on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So some drafts I have at the same time, uh, that's going to be multitasking. So uh, it is what it is. Uh, but anyway, uh, so we'll, we'll talk some fantasy football with you as well. 
uh, for a number of folks. I know there's a number of people who have fantasy football drafts this weekend. Again, heading into the week, so we'll talk some fantasy. Um, Also, what else is going on? We've got the U.S. Open that kicks off on Monday right here in our own backyard. So Julia Elbaba is going to join us on the program at 2.30 to preview the U.S. Open. Excited to have her on. Joe Wiz always joins us on Saturday, so he's going to be joining us at 3 o'clock. And also, the PGA Tour is winding down. What does that mean? It all accumulates to where we are right now, and that is the Tour Championship taking place in Hotlanta. And boy, is it hot. It's like 90 degrees down there. Um, and so, And so, folks that might not really be into golf, what happens is, Throughout the season, depending on how well you do in tournaments, you win, you come in top five, top 10, top 20, top 40, you accumulate points. And then um, and then the top 70 participate in the first leg of the FedEx Cup championship. The top 50 participate based on the points, the points that you accumulate, okay? Uh, participate in last week's BMW championship that Victor Hovland won. And then now it's in Atlanta. This is the tour championship. Whoever wins this wins the whole kit and caboodle. They are now crowned the tour champion, the FedEx tour champion of the season. And they walk away with $18 million. What would you guys do with $18 million? After taxes, of course. What would be the first thing you would buy? Joe, buy? Harvey, what would be the what would, what would be the first thing you would do buy with, and again after taxes, let's just say nine million dollars. What what would be the first thing you would do? A big old house. A big old house. Yeah, huge house. Okay, for you. For me and the fam, yeah. Okay. Joe, what would be the first thing you would do? Probably pay off my student loans and then get a house. Wait, it, are, aren't, do you still, do you still, uh, you still, you owe student loans? Isn't that like, didn't our government say you don't have to worry about your student? Like, was isn't that oh, paid for now? during the pandemic, sure. But now that we're <laughs> past 2020 and <laughs> why 2021. Is why is Harvey List laughing? The, those, uh, Am I wrong? Didn't no. our government say, oh, don't worry about your student loans. You're, You're fine. Right. We'll take care of it. You're partially right, but now that the the pandemic is officially over in the government's eyes, all that forgiveness is not forgiven anymore. Starting at least for me, in uh, in October. Oh, that's not fair. Tell me about it. Was it was it a pandemic thing or was it a? Yeah, they froze it because of the pandemic. Hmm. I will tell you this, and now and now it costs money to go get tested because COVID now is on the uptick. So before it was like ah, you go get tested for free. Now you got to pay to get tested. I don't like that. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead, Arby. No, I was just going to say, like, I think, I think it just pays for everything now. Like everything you got to have to do, you got to pay something for it. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> something should be done about this. I don't like yeah, it. That's right. <laughs> Anyway, um, so $18 million goes to the winner of the tour championship. I'll tell you what I would do. Um, I would buy like a, like a piece of property somewhere in like probably North Carolina where it's 
it's good weather conditions where it's warm, but not too warm, cold, but not too cold. I'd buy like a huge piece of property and I would tell every kill shelter in the United States, just send your dogs to me before you kill them. And I would, I would, I would, I would create this like dog habitat. Like a big old sanctuary. I'd, I would create this big old, exactly. And then I would, I would go out and I would hire ex-convicts who can't get work because people are too scared to hire them to come and work for me and take care of the dogs. I That's like, what I would do. I like the way you're thinking there. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I've put a lot of time into this. I, I also would create some type of pickleball um, uh, haven, um, like the best, the best pickleball facility, like in the tri-state area, like outdoor and indoor courts, um, like a, a phenomenal bar, great food. You could bring your dogs. Like I would, I would create this like, like otherworldly pickleball community somewhere in the tri-state area. Now, Anita, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. I was at Dick's yesterday. Because I want a new pair of running Is that still shoes. around? Yes. Is Dix still around? They are still a thing. Are they? So I was okay. I was at Dix because I wanted a new pair of running shoes. And right. while waiting for this endless queue that actually the, the system stopped working, so I left. But while waiting for the pair of shoes that I asked for to try on, right. I was just looking around. And on one of the walls, they had a display for pickleball slash tennis shoes. So we now right. have pickleball-centric shoes. Well, they're really tennis shoes. Well, that's why I was asking. But they're just they're, they're promoting them. They're promoting them as pickleball shoes, but they're really tennis shoes. So, I was going to ask, mm-hmm. do you know anything about this? And what would you say is the best set of pickleball shoes on the market? So, great question. I don't know anything about it because I'm a Hoka. I'm a Hoka gal. Now I've heard of so, Hoka's. The, the, yeah, they're so like getting a real moment here. Hoka's the shoe company. Well. So I ran the New York Marathon uh, the year after the Boston bombing for a charity, okay? Actually, MSG, Garden of Dreams, thank you, appreciate it. Um, So I ran, uh, there was a group of us, me, Michelle Beadle, um, Amy Fries, Stephanie Abrams, so a bunch of meteorologists slash Tina Servasio, a bunch of meteorologists slash uh, sports broadcasters, uh, we got together and I want to say there was like 20, 25 of us and we ran the New York marathon together, uh, post Boston bombing, uh, for charities. And so, um, and I had never run a marathon before. I wasn't a runner before. Um, it was very challenging. It was a bucket list thing. I did it. I'll never do it again. Regardless. Um, I ran the New York marathon in Hoka's when nobody knew anything about Hoka's. Uh, so it was quite a few years ago, if you recall. So, um, and ever since then, I'm just, I'm, I'm queen Hoka. Everything. I probably have 150 pairs of Hoka's. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a Hoka freak. So, and, and so if you're looking for, uh, if you're looking for shoes to run in Joe, I highly recommend the Hoka's. I think they're amazing, which by the way, we should have them as a sponsor, considering how much time I'm sitting here talking about them. So I, uh, there is, there is a Hoka. So Hoka has a lot of different styles, and they have a new style out. It's called the Mock X, and I use those to play pickleball in, and I love them. 
So I'm kind of an outlier there. But yes, majority of of tennis shoes you can use to to play um, pickleball in. Same with glasses. You've got tennis glasses. They they promote them now, um, both pickleball and tennis. So there's that. <laughs> anyway, back to our show, gentlemen. Um, we're going to hear from Rich Samini. We're going to hear from Jordan Renan. Uh, we're going to see her from Cynthia Freeland. Julia Elbaba is going to join us to give us a preview for the U.S. Open that starts on Wednesday. Joe Wiz is going to join us like he does each and every Saturday. At 3 o'clock, he's going to join us, hopefully give us some picks and plays for that Jets-Giants game. Also, Simon Bavin is going to join us. We've got the Tour Championship. Victor Hovland, can he seal the deal? Will Scotty Scheffler win, even though his putter has just been god-awful for quite a few months now? $18 million goes to the winner on Sunday. Look, my dogs are even excited about it. And I think we have, what else is going on? Oh, and we have the Travers. So I was up in Saratoga two weeks ago. It was fantastic. It was exciting. It was a ton of fun. But this Saturday, today, is the biggest race up in Saratoga. It's the Travers. So uh, Mark Lorenzo from Giddy Up sports.com giddyup.com is going to join us to give us a preview for the Travers. It is the premier race that take place up there in Saratoga. Of course, uh, a lot of people head up there and they spend the entire month of August up there. A lot of times it bleeds into the, the, the end of July. So people have been up there for quite a while. And so this is, so it's, it's an interest. I'm with you for the next four hours. It's a really interesting day because there's so much going on, right? This typically is like, a lull. Haven't even gotten into the Yankees and the Mets. And I know a lot of folks want to talk about the Yankees. What's going to happen with Brian Cashman? He uh, addressed the media on Wednesday. We will dive into all that as well. But there's a lot going on. Obviously, Giants, Jets later on tonight. Yankees, Mets playing. You've got the U.S. Open starting on Monday. You've got the Tour Championship happening right now. You've got the Travers up in Saratoga. I, I mean, just th- there's 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 a lot going there's a lot, you got fantasy football draft. There's a lot going on. So the next four hours, we are going to check all the boxes. We are going to cover all our bases, no pun intended. Sal and Bobby, I see you. You guys, you guys will be first up, 800-919-3776. We come back. Let's do a deep dive into this Jets-Giants matchup. We'll also hear from Rich Samini this hour as well. Uh, hang tight. Anita Marks with you on the Saturday afternoon here on 98.7 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Their plans are not set in stone. I believe if they see what they want to see in the first drive of the game, that could be all they get. But if they feel like they need two or three in order to see whatever it is they're trying to get out of this, then that's what it'll be. But they're going into this with the plan fluid. You're not going to see him much. He's not going to play like the whole first half or anything like right. that. But it could be just one drive, and it'll depend on how that drive goes. That's Dan Graziano. Recognize that voice anywhere. Talking about the uh, the Jets-Giants matchup later on tonight. You'll be able to listen to it right here on 98.7 ESPN. By the way, uh, our leaderboard update presented by Glenn Fittich. And uh, it is, again, the Tour Championship. Maury Collin and Victor Hovland at the top of leaderboard at 16 under. Both shot 6 under yesterday. Uh, Maury Kawa, 32% chance of winning. Victor Hovland, a 29.6% chance of winning. Who's on their coattails? No surprise. Scotty Scheffler, even though his putter has just been god-awful. Uh, 14 under. He was 5 under yesterday. He's got a 20.4% chance of winning. Again, leaderboard update brought to you by Glenn Fittich. Single malt scotch whiskey. The world's most awarded uh, single malt scotch whiskey. Skillfully crafted. Enjoy responsibly. Uh, ABV. Alcohol by volume. 40%. 2023. Imported by William Grant & Sons. New York, New York. Yeah, I break glass. It's okay. I know. Uh, we're going to get your calls in just a second. Sal, Bobby, and Richard, hang tight. Want to remind you, don't miss Jim Jeffries. Give them what they want. Tour with two shots at the Beacon Theater on Thursday, November 2nd, and Friday, November 3rd. Tickets are on sale now at jimjeffries.com. Keep it locked for your uh, two chances to score tickets coming up later in the show. Make sure you do that. Uh, in the break, I was telling, I, I love going to see stand-up comics. I love it. And um, I went, I, I reached out to my ticket guy. I have a ticket guy. I feel fancy saying that, by the way. Do I sound fancy saying that? I've got a ticket guy. You know a guy to get you tickets. You're lucky. Right. Right. Well, you're I, in but Jersey. I, I, that, that doesn't, that I know a guy. I know me. a guy. That, that's right. the Jersey thing. Everyone in Jersey knows a guy. I know a guy. I know a guy. He's my ticket guy. Uh, which, by the way, I was supposed to go see Madonna tonight. How'd that work out for me? What do you mean you were supposed to go see Madonna? Madonna was supposed to perform tonight at MSG. I was supposed to go see Madonna tonight, and she got the bacterial infection, and she had to cancel a, a, her a, a number of her tour stops. And so I'm. They, it's rescheduled at MSG for sometime in January, a Monday. It, it, okay, so how does that work, right? So everyone, you know, so you go out and you buy tickets for Saturday and then you reschedule for Monday in January in the new year. Exactly. Don't get me started. Anyway. uh, Yeah, I was supposed to see Madonna tonight, but such is life. Anyway, I'm just, I'm glad she's safe and she's healthy and she's, she's good. Anyway. Um, so I was telling Joe in the break, I started following this one, uh, comedian on instagram nate uh Bergat- is it bergazzi am i pronouncing that properly bergazzi yeah nate bergazzi oh he's hilarious so i reached out to my ticket guy hey, and he's performing at um radio city coming up i want to say it's in november i think anyway i reached out to him i was like hey listen i'm I, i'd like two tickets to see nate bergazzi they're $750 each. Have you ever played, paid $750 to go see a comedian? So I actually, I'm going to see Bill Burr in October for my brother's birthday. 
and mm-hmm. I got him these tickets for his birthday. The tickets were five hundred bucks total. So, total two to- tickets, two hundred fifty dollars no, each. I got three tickets with fees and everything. It was five hundred bucks. Okay, that's reasonable. Seven hundred fifty dollars each for this dude. And don't get me wrong, he's hilarious. Like when I'm up at three a.m. and I go in that deep dark rabbit hole of TikTok and Twitter and Facebook and and Instagram and I'm watching videos and my cortisol levels are all screwed up because I'm doing it and I'm not paying attention. Yes. I'm calling myself out. I know what happens. Um, I, 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 I'm, I'm hooked. I'm hooked on him. He's hilarious. Another but, guy that you might want to find out about. Do you know about Greg Garcia? No. Hilarious, hilarious comedic writer. He has a couple of, I, I think he's got a comedy special, but he's more of a TV sh- uh, writer. He's hysterical. Love Greg Garcia. Are you, are you adding to my horrible cortisol level? I might be. Okay. Uh, let's go to Bobby in Port Washington. Bobby, welcome in. Good afternoon. How you doing? Hey, Anita. How you doing? Been listening to you for a long time. We've spoken a couple of times. Um, I'm retired. He's almost three years now. I'm a God bless. all-around jock. Been around a long time. Um, I sell uh, I sell hokers by the ton at Dick's. I'm very right. curious. Do you have a Bondi or a Clifton or something? No, else? I have I have I have the Mach X. I have the new okay. one, the Mach X for, for that's, Pickleball. That's the running. All right, so you got a good running shoe. The whole brand is great. I just thought it was, it was kind of cute. And if your, friend, if your friend ever comes back, ask for Bobby Brown from there. I will make sure. What, what location? You know, what location? Bobby, what Garden location City. are you? Garden City. Garden City. Okay. Joe, now you know. Bobby at Garden City Dicks. Right? That's where you got to go, boo. I'm wearing an orange shirt these days. It's my summer uniform. <laughs> anyway. Um, Nick's young guys are going to take another step up. There's going to be a big trade looming. Um, the Mets, um, I'm sorry, Cone revealed himself. What, this is the question, then I'll say thank you. Um, would the miracle Mets have happened if Cone was the owner? He took their balls, and now they're playing good, but they're going nowhere. Uh, I don't like it. He shouldn't have done it. He said he was going to hire the man and everybody else is going to finish out the season. What changed? His nature changed. Anyway, thank you, Anita. I have a lot of respect. You're a scholar athlete. Thank you. No, thank you, Bobby. Appreciate it. Let's go to Sal in Dutchess. Sal, welcome in. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Anita and you guys. Um, Can you – I mean, it's almost time. Do you have a prediction for the Super Bowl? I will appreciate it if you (laughs) – did you let me ask you up. this, Sal? Wait, wait, Sal, don't hang up. Are you okay. watching Hard Knocks? Uh, no, I'm not. Ah, come on, dude. You're not watching Hard Knocks? No, I, I, my grandson keeps me busy. He's only five, and I got, <laughs> I got to do you know things with him for a while. And I have, I'll be honest with you, I haven't watched none of it. I am a Jet fan, though. Okay, well that's good. Um, this is what, so, and Sal, thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. This is what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. 800-919-3776. You want to jump on board. Now's the time to do so. Uh, now I think Harvey and Joe, I've asked you this. Are you guys watching? Um, are you guys watching, uh, hard knocks locked in? Did you watch the mentalist who was on episode two? Yes. Do you have a story about him? 
Well, I, I've, I've actually, I haven't seen him, but I have seen, and, and folks that are like, what is she talking about? So a mentalist is somebody who's like a mixture of um, a psychic and a magician. Okay. And they're called mentalists. And so I went to go see one in New York City not too long ago. It was ridiculous. Um, anyway, so uh, so this one dude visited. Apparently, he's touring around the NFL and he's visiting a number of training camps. And so he visited the Jets. And was it McCole Hardman who he had call up? And he asked McCole Hardman. He asked him, "What's your?" Super Bowl prediction, right? And I'm, I'm, I'm right now. I'm looking. I'm, I'm online right now, and I'm looking to see. So and so, he said, the Jets to beat the San Francisco 49ers, right? Do you remember what the score was? I know it was 31, but I can't remember was what. Was it 30? Was it 31-17? Maybe. I think it was 31-21. Oh, so you watched it as well? No, I just watched the clip on Twitter. <laughs> so the clip is out there on Twitter? Yeah, I believe the NFL promoted it. Um, so let's I'm I'm gonna do this. Um, because I'm I'm searching, I'm looking for Jets and the 49ers. Uh so in the break, hopefully I will find it and I will share with you exactly what those those odds are for the Jets to beat the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl. Again, the final score that Miko Hardman had in his mind was 31. I think I say 17. What did you say, Harvey? You think it was 20, 21? What it do you is, think it was? It's 31, 21. It's in the Sports Illustrated article here. Okay. So thirty one. So Miko Hardman, in his brain, in his mind, had the Jets beating the San Francisco 49ers, 31-21, and the mentalist knew it and had it written down on a – what was one of those things like like just a like a board like a whiteboard right and yeah. he couldn't believe it he couldn't believe it anyway okay so let's do this we're going to take a break uh we're going to come back i'm going to look and, and share with you because here's the thing i think we all need to place that bet do we not you can actually you can wager that the jets beat the san francisco 49ers in the super bowl so i i just i, I just i want to get what those odds are right now and so we'll do that when we get back also we'll hear from rich samini um, and get the latest what we can expect from the Jets tonight as they get ready to take on the Giants. Right here on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7. 
ESPN. I've said it before, like, even though he's been in the league for 19 years, he's going into a new stadium. He's got new colors on. He's got new teammates, new play caller. Everything's new. He's got, and it's not so much about him, but everybody else around him. Hearing him for the first time, feeling him in a game-like setting, feeling his cadence, feeling his huddle, his demeanor in the huddle, feeling him at the line of scrimmage. And so as much as, as it is for him, it's even more so for the guys around him so they can feel the tempo that he wants in and out of the huddle and they can and we can make the adjustments off of it rather than waiting until week one and then making the adjustments after that well let's see what it feels like now and make the adjustments we need so we can get better for week one and then make more adjustments and so on and so forth robert Sala talking about the reasoning uh of aaron Rodgers and that uh, offense starting its starters tonight against the giants uh so the jets putting their starters out on the field I would imagine both offense and defense. Uh, meanwhile, for the Giants, not so much. But we're going to hear from Jordan Renan a little bit later. Uh, we'll get the latest from him, what we can expect from the Giants. But we are going to hear from Rich Samini in just a second. I just want to share with you, again, if you're watching Hard Knocks, Episode 2, they had a mentalist who attended camp uh, and tried to read uh, Michael Hardman's brain in who he thought was going to win the Super Bowl. He said Jets over the San Francisco 49ers, 31-21. By the way, you can wager that the Jets beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl at 130 to 1. What does that mean? You're laying, for every dollar you lay down, you're going to win $130 back if, of course, that actually happens. The Jets beating the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl. Unbelievable. Before we hear from Rich, Joe, you said you have a problem with the mentalist. Why is that? Because he's just going to go to every other training camp that he's going to. and. Right predict that whoever's team that they're there that he's with is going to beat some team and it the prediction just doesn't hold any but it's value. not his prediction what he did is he read miko hardman's brain that's what he did he told miko hardman okay pick pick who you think your super bowl matchup's going to be who's going to win and what's the score and in miko hardman's brain he picked Jets over 49ers, 31-21, and the mentalist wrote it down on a whiteboard. He uh, knew exactly what Miko Hardman was thinking. It's not the mentalist picking what he was he was reading Miko Hardman's brain. Understand? I understand. It's just I don't think that was all that impressive. The the goldfish was more <laughs> of the impressive part. You don't think it was impressive that he not only did he pick the team that Miko Hardman is anticipating the Jets win and beat in the Super Bowl, but he picked the score, Joe. One of our callers could do that. You could do that. I could do that. Harvey could do that. That is that skill is not that hard. Wow. The rest of that, wow, you I will are. say that was impressive. You are a tough nut to crack, boy. I cannot you do are. that, by the way. I can't do that. I stink. Unbelievable. Anyway, 49ers. San Francisco, uh, the Jets to beat the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl, 130 to one. I say you, I say you go to the window for anything. Put a dollar down, put five dollars down, and then you'll circle back and say, "Man, it's because I watched Hard Knocks episode two. Uh, without further ado, uh, had Rich Samini on with me uh, talking about, of course, this game. My first question to him is, "What can we expect tonight from the starters?" Well, all their starters, except for, uh, you know, the two running backs, Hall and Cook, are not going to play. I think Alan Lazard uh, may not play because of, uh, you know, he had a shoulder injury this week. It's not expected to jeopardize his week one availability. 
but they could hold him out as a precaution. And we know Dwayne Brown is still not ready to go, but he'll be ready for week one. And, uh, yeah, that's a that's pretty much it. So I think you're going to see mostly, uh, uh, you know, a starting cast with uh, Aaron Rodgers leading the way. So, and, and, and how long do we anticipate it? Is it a series? Is it a few series? Is it a quarter? Is it a half? Uh, how, well, how they long haven't said, but... Yeah, Robert Sala hasn't said, but he did say he wants to see uh, Rodgers and, and the players, you know, the offensive players, go through some transitions. And by that, what he meant was, like, have a series, go to the sideline, talk it over, make some adjustments, go back out, execute those adjustments, and take it from there. So I would say multiple series for Rodgers and company. However, if they start, you know, if they go on an eight, play 75-yard drive to start the game and score a touchdown, I could certainly see him coming off after one series after if they, if they get in the end zone. So I, I don't think it'll be a long, but, you know, it could be multiple series, though. They want to – I think it's also not only for Rodgers. I think a lot of it is just to get the players around him acclimated to him, you know, the way he likes to do things in the game and get used to some of his habits and the way he handles the huddle and on the sideline so they don't go into September 11th against the Bills doing it for the first time. Right, and 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 also just one would imagine, right, like just the different way that MetLife Stadium operates than, you know, what he's used to at Lambeau Field, right? Like uh, getting getting that feel of what it's like to, to – to, to host a game, right? And and be out there and, and getting the signal calls in and out at MetLife State. It's, it's, you know, one would think like, it's obviously there's there's a lot of similarities and, and it's it's not a huge difference, but just getting the feel. I, I, I mean, listen, I'm, I think it's a good idea uh, that Robert Sala and the Jets are going to do this. Um, I'm just curious, you know, how, how long they're going to play. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, everything you said is true. Everything is new for Rogers. Mm-hmm. So, walking out of the tunnel, you know, handling stuff on on the bench. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I think it's just just to get him acclimated. He has not played in the preseason since 2018. Uh, before that, he did it every year. You know, he did it for the first 14 years of his career. He played in the preseason. He just said it hadn't made sense in recent years. Now he never gave a specific reason why it hadn't made sense the last few years in Green Bay, but he apparently feels it makes sense now. So he'll be out there. Uh, I know I know older Jet fans are a little skittish on this because they've seen some some uh, bad injuries in these Jet Giant preseason games. And, uh, you know, but Robert Sala said it very emphatically, you know, you can't coach scared. No, you absolutely cannot. Again, Rich Samini joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Talking about that offensive line, like you said, not going to see Dwayne Brown. Hopefully expected to be ready for regular season game one against the Bills. God knows they're going to need him. Um, but So give us an update in regard to Makai Becton. And if you were to anticipate who the starting five will be on this offensive line week one against the Bills, uh, how would that lineup look? Well, I mean, from left to right, it'll be Dwayne Brown, Lakin Tomlinson, Connor McGovern, Elijah Vera Tucker. And I, I don't think the right tackle position is totally solidified, but uh, barring a, a setback, um, you know, I think Becton will start tomorrow night. Now, he didn't practice yesterday, which was interesting. The Jets were calling it a rest day. 
I think uh, that knee, twice repaired surgically, always has to be on your mind because um, because it was done twice. I mean, you know, it hasn't played a full game since 2020. So it's always a concern. But I think if Makai goes out tomorrow night and has a good game, I think the right tackle job would be his. And so that would be your starting five for the Buffalo game. Rich, what's the depth? look like here on on the offense it's a two-part question number one what does the depth look like on this offensive line and as we get closer to of course those final cuts uh from opposing teams do you see this Jets team and and where they are cap space wise and whatnot having the availability to go out and sign other guys that might be better than the ones they have at camp to help the depth here how, how do you see this this offensive line group panning out well salary cap is not an issue at all for the jets especially after Corey davis retiring they picked up 10 million dollars right there i think they have about 19 million dollars under the cap so they have a lot of flexibility to make moves uh nobody cutting good offensive linemen there's just not there's just not that many across the no one has an offensive line where a starting five where every guy's an all-star i mean it's 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 a position where there's a great need. You know, they outweighs the, the, the supply right now. And so could the Jets pick up a guy on waivers? Yeah. It could be like a marginal type guy they pick up as a, as a third string type guy. But they seem to like their depth. I mean, they have two experienced tackles, uh, Billy Turner and Max Mitchell. Those would be their backup tackles. And their backup interior players would be Wes Schweitzer who they got from Washington in the offseason, certainly a very experienced guy. And then the rookie, Joe Tippmann, play either guard or center. So the Jets seem to – they feel good about their offensive line depth. I think if they were to make a move for a veteran-type guy on the cutdowns, they'd probably look to find a fifth wide receiver or maybe a, a fifth linebacker. I think those would be positions that they would look at on the waiver wire. Um, you mentioned Corey Davis uh, retiring. A, was that surprising news to you? Um, why did he decide to retire? I, I know I was reading in your column that it was something that he was pondering for quite a while. And what does this wide receiver room look like now? I'm, I'm hearing that Brownlee has, has had a really, really good camp. So who makes the squad? Well, uh, yeah, it was a surprise. I mean, you don't expect a 28-year-old guy who was due to make $10 million, you know, walk away at this stage of the season. You know, you, you know, if this happened in uh, March or April, then sure, you know, maybe even then it would be a surprise because he's only 28 years old. Uh, but, you know, the more I talk to people, you know, people were telling me the day it happened that, yeah, they had – Corey had mentioned something in the off season. Now, he wasn't around for the off season. And, you know, he's had kind of a weird training camp because he was ill for a while, so he wasn't practicing. And then he was basically on a personal leave for 10 days as he contemplated his future. And uh, so the Jets knew what was going on. And so, yeah, it was a surprise. I think I think uh, maybe some injuries caught up to him, you know, and I think, you know, he was looking at the possibility of a pay cut. I think that was probably a factor as well. And so he goes on the reserve retired list. Uh, as for replacements, you know, you mentioned Brownlee. I think he got off to a good start in camp, maybe faded a little bit. Xavier Gibson, another rookie, has had a really good camp. 
Um, the two veterans who are in competition for those fifth and sixth spots are Malik Taylor, who we saw, you know, on the receiving end of that long Zach Wilson pass in the Hall of Fame game. And then also Alex Erickson, a guy who really has flown under the radar, but been getting first team reps the last couple of days. Uh, been in the league for, I think, seven years. Uh, really good punt returner. Has about 90 career catches. Uh, he's been getting more action in, in practice. So, uh, you know, some, they're going to have to find two more receivers, probably a veteran, and then one of those young guys to fill out the spot at receiver. Um, any final thoughts, news, information Jets fans should be aware of uh, as we head into Saturday? No, I just think, uh, like Robert Sala said, you know, the, just get out of this game without any major injuries, and then uh, that's a victory. And and then you start focusing on Buffalo. I think one thing Aaron Rodgers noted the other day, uh, you know, he was just talking about where the offense is and, you know, the lack of continuity on the offensive line. And I think these practices coming up next week, they'll probably have two or three practices. I think those are going to be very important for them, at least based on what Rodgers had to say in terms of getting down their timing and just ironing out some of the wrinkles before they go into their game prep for Buffalo. So uh, while, you know, the rest, we all look at next week as a bye week in the NFL, as teams cut rosters and do all that off-the-field stuff, I think the Jets and Rodgers in particular are looking to next week as a time to really, really buckle down and hone in on certain things as they get ready for the opener. Again, Rich Samini joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Six o'clock is tip-off or kickoff, I should say. Um, The Jets are favored by six. I have a play here. It might be my favorite play of the weekend. When we get back, I will share that with you. Also, we'll open up the phone lines, 800-919-3776. Jets fans, uh, how do you feel about Aaron Rodgers and the starters going at it tonight? Uh, Any concern there for you? Would you rather them, uh, you know, put on that bubble wrap and wait until the Bills? God forbid. God uh, hopefully nothing happens and nobody uh, gets injured tonight. Um, so on a scale of 1 to 10, how concerned are you? Do you how, how important do you feel? We heard from Rich Samini. We heard from Robert Sala not too long ago. Uh, how important do you feel uh, this is for Aaron Rodgers and these starters uh, to get into some type of routine? Are you valuing that in regard to risk-reward, 800-919-3776. We'll get your calls when we get back right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks with you on this when, this Wednesday. <laughs> Where am I? Uh, this Saturday afternoon here on 98.7 ESPN. That music only means one thing, right? The price is right. I grew up watching that was never very good at it. My grandmother was. Uh, but we have some uh, sad news. Joe? So the reasoning behind playing this as a rejoin, Bob Barker passed away today. He was 99 years old. Rest in wow. peace to Bob Barker. God bless. 99. You know, my chiropractor tells me that in the next 10 to 15 years, our life expectancy is going to be over 100 years old. I don't know if that's a no. good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't about you. I, like I don't. I don't know if I want to live past ninety. I won't be able to play pickleball. That's why you don't want to live past ninety because of pickleball. <laughs> I don't know, what am I? What? What? Do you, what am I going to do past ninety? 
You're gonna harv. You're gonna have a. What am I gonna? What am I gonna do? What's what's what what's my life? What is my what is it? Life quality. What is my quality of life? I mean, you quality can live of the, life. What is my quality of life? Passing that. I'm not gonna be able to play golf. I'm not gonna. Play, I'm not gonna be able to play pickleball. Well, what I, you know? How, listen, how old is Pete Carroll? Pete Carroll Pete I Carroll, think, in his like, early 70s, I think. Can we all be Pete Carroll? Ah, no, no. What are you talking about? Pete, 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 Pete Carroll. That's the standard now? Pete For Carroll is 71. Age? He's 71, dude. I think I could do a little better than, than him at 71. You think so? Did you see him? Did you see the video go viral this week? Him throwing the football around? That, that's what? Okay. Great. That guy has a lot of energy for 71. Seriously, if we could all be Pete Carroll at 71, Harvey, come on, dude. Like, this guy sucks. Wow. That's Bob Barker. Uh, some other breaking news as well. So God bless uh, Bob Barker. Um, what a phenomenal life. Um, we also have some breaking news. Do you want to do a da na na You have that handy? You know, we should do like a countdown for these things. Not to a uh, surprise, but here we go. No. That's breaking that's not, news. No, that's like that. That's not breaking news. That's like you know, I don't know, Ted Koppel breaking news. That's not Ted ESPN Koppel. Break- Where are we today? You said it was Wednesday. <laughs> now we have Ted Koppel. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. What's the breaking news, Joe? So Josh Jacobs is ending his holdout with the Las Vegas Raiders and will Ooh. be joining the team that could potentially, we were talking about fantasy drafts earlier in the show, that could potentially affect some uh, some fantasy drafts. Um, yeah, I'm, and, and by the way, okay, t- time out. What, what's wrong with Ted Koppel, Harvey? Well, first of all, who's Ted Koppel? I can't. I can't. Right there, done. Shut his mic off, please at least for the remainder of this segment. How would be all for ending this segment right I now? Can't, I, I think can't. it's a good way to Ted end the segment. I can't. Ted Koppel. How do you even spell Koppel? I can't. <laughs> I'm like, did I say that wrong? Like, I had to Google, like, did, am I wrong here? And, like, of course, and, like, yeah, Ted Koppel comes up. Like, wow. How about Brian Williams? You know Brian Williams? He sounds a little bit more familiar. Do you do you do you watch the evening news? Are you kidding me? Why would I watch the evening news? Do you see how how bad it is outside? I had this weird, and I I can't believe I'm 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 admitting this. I had this weird crush on Brian Williams for quite a while. Just like weird, like awkward, like made me feel uncomfortable. The, you know what's I think what's weird is that you brought up Ted Koppel before him. Ted Koppel, I don't know. It came to mind. Dun, 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 dun. We got breaking news in our newsroom. There we go. This is more like Susie Colbert. We've got breaking news. <laughs> Josh Jacobs back at camp for the Las Vegas Raiders. What does that mean for fantasy? I'm not drafting him. You know what's going to happen this season? Oh, I've got a hangnail. I can't play. Woe is me. Dude is disgruntled. I am not. I'm not drafting Josh Jacobs. I am not drafting Jonathan Taylor this season. Thank you. No, thank you. I'd rather have Saquon Barkley. I'd rather have Joe Mixon. I'd rather have Aaron Jones. Those are the those are the running backs that fall in the same space that would still be available 
if you're contemplating drafting Josh Jacobs or Jonathan Taylor. I'd rather have those cats. Just saying. Uh, let's go to Ira in Staten Island. Ira, you're you're up. Welcome in. How you doing? Hey, good afternoon. You're going to the game tonight, Ira? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. We're headed at 3 o'clock. We're headed over there. Looking forward to it. And uh, You're going to tailgate? Um, 3 yeah. o'clock? You're going to tailgate? No, no. By the time we get there, it's 4. You know, probably just head in, grab a bite inside. I just got at 4 o'clock? So. The game doesn't start till 6. You're you're in the stadium at 4 o'clock? Yeah, as soon as the gate's open. Go there, relax, walk around, sit down. You know, like I like to watch them warm up. It, it's... Uh, it's a, it's a tr- tradition. I, I don't like to I don't like to walk in a half hour before a game. I just I like to get settled. They always have trouble with the scanners out there. So ever since they went with electronic tickets, we get in there earlier than we usually do. So uh, Aaron Rodgers starters expected to play for the Giants starters not expected to play both on offense and defense. From what I understand, Tyrod Taylor is going to get a few series. Then we're going to see Devito. Um, defensive starters not expected to go tonight. How do you feel about it? like like Aaron Rodgers in that offense? They're, they're, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna light it up. If anything, I, I think the play of the weekend is the Jets minus four and a half in the first half. They're gonna light it up, dude. I get it, but I don't even care if the score is seven nothing or they're, they're losing twenty one, whatever it might be. As long as Rodgers steps off the field and he's in one piece and he's not hurt, I'm good to go. Because I, I was mixed on this. I understand both sides of the of the debate. But with being out of camp, they, they don't have time to gel. And, 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 you know, now they finally got the offensive line intact. So, you know, if he goes out there for two series and, and they move the ball, get a field goal, and possibly, you know, they get a long drive, whether it stalls, get touchdowns, that's it. Everybody's healthy. Put them on the sideline and let Zach and Tim Boyle finish up the game. But you know, and you've done it all summer. You've been saying these pre, the preseason game, you know, it, it just it's such – there's so much risk and no reward. Uh, it's I'm with you to join practices, but to me, I'm I'm not even worried about Rogers. I want to see Beckton play because I know he's going against backups. He held his own last week. Let me see him do well again this week. And when when I see him play three or four games in a regular season in a row, um, I'll admit I was wrong. But right now, it looks a lot more promising than it did before camp started. I hear you, Ira. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, yeah, most important thing, obviously, is that Aaron Rodgers does not get injured tonight. But going up against the second, third, fourth string defensive players for the Giants, uh, sorry, not sorry, I'm expecting this Jets starting offense to put up a ton of points. I'm going to lay the four, four and a half in the first half. Mike Richard, hang tight. We'll get to you next right here on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, I've got a hangnail. I can't play. Woe is me.